Hello, and welcome to Wagon Wheel Coffee Table. It's a film podcast. Welcome back to the Wagon Wheel Coffee Table podcast. I am your host, Ellis. Uh, welcome back. Did you know uh, that O.J. Simpson was almost cast as the Terminator, uh, but James Cameron thought he was too pleasant to play the role, apparently. Um, I guess I don't need to point out the irony in that, um, and we'll just move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I took my... I took my car to get MOT'd recently and uh, needs a lot of work doing. It, it's My car started doing this thing where every time I press the brakes, the indicator inside, like the, the, the flashing light inside my car comes on, um, which is very annoying every time braking, hearing like a ticking sound. And also I think whenever I reverse and brake, if I brake when I'm reversing, the reversing lights dim. Which is also really good fun. So yeah, there's a lot wrong. There's, oh, there's something to do with the brakes as well. It's just uh, it's gonna cost a lot of money. I think my dad thinks it's gonna be like a, f- a few hundred pounds, which is lovely. I can't I can't can't wait to pay that. So I'm taking it in next week to get it fixed. Lovely stuff. <sighs> God, yeah. It just I think that uh, this might cost nearly as much as how much I paid for the car. So. A part of me is like, well, I might as well just get rid of the car. But then if it's MIT failed, I've got, and I don't really want to get rid of this car because I really like this car. It's, I've I've grown attached. I've had it for about a year now, and uh, I've grown attached. Um, and I've driven it more than it's ever been driven before. Like with your MOT, you get like how many miles it's got. You can check how many miles your past MOTs have had. And I've probably, I think I've put about ten, nine, ten thousand miles on it in the last year. Um, but before that, I hadn't been doing more than like 3,000 miles in a year, um, in a while. I didn't check that far back, but I checked maybe like five or six years back and it hadn't been doing more than like 3,000 miles between MOTs, which is weird. Well, not weird, but it just shows that I'm, I'm using it a lot more than it's used to. And maybe that's taking a toll. Um, it's also got a big dent on the side of it cause I hit a ballard in a petrol station when I first got it, like after a couple of months of getting it, I drove into a petrol station and like it was quite busy so I had to take the corner into like where you fill it up quite tight Um, and there was a ballard and it hit the door, the ballard and I thought, oh shit but I thought I'd like passed it, I thought I'd hit it but then I'd like if I carried on moving forwards it wasn't going to like I don't know, I did, it doesn't make any sense now that I'm talking about it. But so I carried on forwards and I just heard like this like cracking sound and it just like hit my like rear wing as well above above the kind of between the door and the tire, back 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 left tire. Um so yeah, it's just got a massive dint and scratch paint on the side. And it's been like that for like nine months now. Um I'm just, I just, I'm scared to know how much it costs, and I, it's not like it's the door still locks and it's fine, so I'm just not gonna get it fixed. I don't think. <sighs> but anyway, the joys of having a car, spending so much money on insurance and tax, and 
fuel and paying for MOT and getting the MOT then fixed afterwards. Uh, is it worth it? Yeah, probably, because you get better freedom with a car. Life is easier with a car. Anyway, let's let's talk about what we're going to do today. So, I had this idea for a format, I guess, or like an episode idea called Nostalgia is All We Have. Or Nostalgia? Nostalgia? Nostalgia is All We Have. Um, basically where I will watch a film I loved when I was younger. Um, and we watch it now and see if it holds up and see how I feel about it now. And as it's currently the World Cup's going on, I thought we'd watch Goal, which was a very popular film when I was at school. I remember a lot of people talking about it. Now, obviously, this 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 episode format is called Nostalgia Always Have. Nostalgia is all we have. So obviously, I would have had to seen the film. Now I'm like a little bit unsure if I've ever actually seen this film all the way through, which kind of defeats the point of the format. However, I'm not sure, I think I've seen it, or I don't know if it's one of those things where I've told people, like at school, I was like, oh yeah, 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 I've seen it, I've seen it, just to be cool and fit in, and then that convinced my brain so much that now I think I've seen it, but I don't think I have seen it, (laughs) which is, so basically I'm watching it to maybe find out if I've seen it, and then I'll just talk about it. And it probably won't fit into the format because maybe I th- I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it. But also, I think it's one of those films that's quite popular with people my age who like football. Um, and I, I think I've definitely seen scenes of it. Like I think I remember a scene where. He's training and he's like trying to run too much. He's trying to do too much skills. Um, and then there's like a drill where the manager like throws the ball and he's like, go and get it. And he's like, the you can't move faster than the ball, so pass or something like that. I remember that scene, I think. I think that's in, in this film. Um, maybe I like watched it on a... Because I know I watched Bend It Like Beckham. Um on like a coach on a coach ride because my my old school used to do like each year they used to do like a football trip so you'd go to a new a country and a new club so we had there was a PSG one that I didn't go to and then there was I went to a Dortmund one and then I went to an Ajax one and I think on the way to the Dortmund one they were playing Bend It Like Beckham on in the coach like there was like one small screen on, on like the roof of the coach I think they were playing it on that but I'm not sure if that's I don't know if I'm making it up so I, I'm wondering if maybe Goal was on there as well just because that kind of makes sense but I'm not sure if that's true anyway so now I'm I'm, I'm about to watch it um, this is my, my pre-thoughts before watching it and then we'll come back, I think it's a two hour long film, I'll come back in a couple of hours, obviously it won't be a couple of hours for you, we'll come back in a, come back in a couple of hours, uh, and see what I think. Um, I also have work today, so two hours, okay, yeah, it's fine, I can, re- I can record my thoughts straight after, um, but yes. Uh, Alright, I'll see you in a couple of hours, or you'll hear me in a couple of hours. 
Right, so I just finished watching Goal! Exclamation mark. I don't want to shout it because that's too loud, but Goal! Exclamation mark. Just finished it. Uh, yeah, I definitely haven't seen this all the way through before. There's definitely certain bits I remember, like like I was saying, the bit where he's passing the ball, uh, where the manager's throwing the ball and he has to run. And I remember slightly other parts as well. But, uh, oh God, I'm yawning. But not most of it. So... I have some, I obviously have some thoughts. I actually quite enjoyed this film. I was scared that it was, that the football in it wasn't going to be very good. But it's actually pretty good. I think sports movies often get the actual sport wrong, but this was okay. I was trying very hard to figure out whether the actor was good at football. Ah, yeah, who wasn't? I don't know. I think, I don't know if anyone can, like, realise this, but... I'm sure football fans can kind of see when someone isn't a football player, just the way they move their legs and arms when they strike a ball. It's very clear that they haven't grown up playing football or they, they don't, I don't know. It's just something, the way in which someone strikes a ball that you can definitely tell. Um, some of the thoughts I had, LA was very yellow. <laughs> it did the classic thing of, usually it's Mexico that's very yellow, but LA, the the colour grade on it was so yellow. <laughs> um, oh, I was talking about the the. This is going to be all over the place, but talking about the how like the football seemed pretty good. Like they mixed real life stuff with footage that they shot very well. Um, however, the goalkeeping in this is awful. In the last game against Liverpool, for Gavin's second goal, the goalkeeper just jumps in the other direction. My God. Um, I guess that's just stuff from the beginning. He, this, this, oh, I can't remember his name. The guy who plays Bolton in, uh, in Game of Thrones. That guy, I can't remember the the character's name. He, he like, tells him to fly to England after seeing him in one and a half games. I mean, I'm glad he did, but that seems kind of crazy. I think in real life, these things don't work out like that. Um, anyway, um, I was thinking, because he has an inhaler, he should play for Liverpool. It's a little, a little reference for all you football fans out there. Um, for those who don't know, like, a lot of the Liverpool team in real life at the minute have asthma and are on inhalers, and it's kind of a conspiracy that they don't actually need inhalers, but they're just, they're giving them, like, uh, a boost, let's say. There's some horrible English accents in this, especially Gavin, um, the guy who plays Gavin. Yeah, he his London accent is horrid. It's really bad. Um, I'm actually quite glad that they chose Newcastle as a club for this film. It seems quite a, a realistic. It's not like they're a big club, but it's not your Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United, those kind. It's not that kind of team. So it seems more realistic, and because it's a working class. Uh, town and football club it kind of suits the story a lot better I think Um, and I think it's because they had a deal with Adidas so if it was Nike it would have been with another club um, like Arsenal or something probably Um, but I'm glad that they chose Newcastle Um, I think it's it's a a fitting club and it's I don't think I think if it was made now they wouldn't choose Newcastle 
but I think it's a really good club to choose for this story. Um, and but how, however, it was I found it hilarious. I don't want to be disrespectful to the players, but where he he like sees the first team for the first time when he's training, and it's like, and it's like this like cool music, and he's like so impressed by the first team, and it's Jermaine Genus and Lee Bowyer. <laughs> Obviously, there's there's Alan Shearer, but like oh my god, it's Lee Bowyer and Kieran Dyer. Oh my god. Um Yeah, all the all the like side character the Geordie Sides characters in the pub and, and in the cafe and everything are really fun. Um there's some crazy cameos in this. Like obviously Beckham, Sven Goran Eriksson's in this for one shot. Zidane and Raul are in it. And Brian Johnson gets a lot of play with this. Um, which is nice. He gets a lot of screen time, um, and that was—I don't know. It was cool to see. I think the, I don't know if he had a song. I don't know if ACDC had a song in this, but it was cool. He got I because I, I I'd heard that he was in this, or I read that he was in this, but he got quite a lot of play time as well. And he had a nice moment with Santiago Munez's uh, father as well. Um, a few. I mean, I was talking about how the football was quite good. I mean, Gavin's penalty against Fulham, I think it's an illegal penalty because you're not meant to, like, stumble before you take a penalty, um, but he did. Uh, the last game against Liverpool, the free kick that he scores, I don't know if it's a foul. <laughs> I know we're kind of getting into it, but, like, make it a clear foul. Don't make it a tackle where someone goes on the floor because he got the ball, in my opinion, so we need some VAR on that. Um... Also, the free kick is from, like, a really random angle. They should have just made it an angle where it's, like, realistic to score. It was crazy. And he uses his left foot as well. I swear he's been using his right foot the whole the whole time. Um, what, else, what else did I think about this? Stephen Graham's in it. He has, like, no lines, but he's one of, like, Gavin's boys. That's crazy. Um, there's some sun slander, like the the magazine the Slu- the sun. There's some slander that like they they take the piss out of the sun for one line, which is nice. Um, I appreciated that. Um, so yeah, I think obviously this format is called N- nostalgia is all we have, and I definitely did feel some sort of nostalgia for this film, even though I haven't seen it all the way through. But because it's, I don't know, it doesn't really fit the format. But I'm glad I watched it, um, and it was. I really enjoyed it actually. I, I th- sports films and sporting achievement um, are one of the few things that make me emotional. Um, I didn't really like get emotional with this film. Um, like there was nice bits with his father at the end and stuff like that. But like sporting achievement is something that really gets to me. Like Moneyball almost made me cry. Um, and, like, the Cunaguero goal that won in the league against QPR, like, that almost makes me cry. Like, whenever I see Sporting Achievement, it doesn't have to be my team, it doesn't have to be England, it doesn't have to be anything, but, like, Sporting Achievement really gets to me. So I appreciate films like this, and I have a, a love for films like this, just because, I don't know, although... Although I can't relate because I've never scored a Premier League goal, a Premier League winning goal, or a Premier League goal, I don't know why I said winning. Um, 
I know I have a love for football and for sport and I know what it feels like to win or to lose when it's with it, whether it be like a Sunday league team or my team winning a game you know it's like I can relate to that the feeling that they're feeling even though I don't know exactly what they're feeling because I've never as I say I've never scored a Premier League goal I've never scored a professional goal you know I've never played professionally but like or I've never played baseball like like in Moneyball but I know I can I know and I can empathize with the feeling that they're having and the the proudness and to be honest if I was a professional footballer I'd cry every time I'd score I score a goal like I I see, I watched the World Cup and like some of these players I can't remember who it was um I can't remember what team it was, but a, a player got really emotional. I think it might have been Iran when they beat Wales. Um, one of the players got emotional after scoring a goal, and I was like, that would be me every single goal I scored. Just because the emotion I feel or when I see that is just that how proud they must feel to score the goal. I don't know. I just... I just... I just really... was empathise with that, and I, I just... It just gets to me a lot that those themes and that happening, whether it be in real life or in movies, it's just something that like, I don't cry at films very often. But something like that, I just I, I don't really cry at all at like sports films. But they're the thing these these kinds of films are the things that get me the closest to it. Um, although Gold didn't, um, but like this, I could maybe if I was in a different mood, or it was late at night or something, or I was in a theater. Maybe it would have got me there. I'm not sure. Um, oh, it was great to see James Milner on the big screen, even though I'm not watching it in a cinema. But I bloody love James Milner. He's one of like this is this is a weird take, but like he was always one of my favorite players. Like it was kind of a a meme, not a meme, but like kind of a joke that I liked James Milner. Um, and I, but like I actually quite like him as a player. <laughs> um, do you have anything more to say about this film? Um, I mean, there's more than one, right? There's more than one film. Um, apparently he goes to Real Madrid in goal two, which I'm not sure how I feel because I quite liked the working class, um, the fact he's gone to a working class, uh, school, that uh, school, what the fuck? A working class club, um, in Real Madrid. Um, in, in, what am I talking about? In Newcastle. Um, but you know. Maybe it's okay, but I, I don't know if I'm going to watch Goal 2. Oh my god, the director of Goal 2 directed Jungle Cruise, Black Adam, and Orphan. Oh, if, if any of you haven't seen Orphan, I haven't seen the second one. came out this year, but the first one, that film is fucked. <laughs> it's so messed up. I didn't like it at all, but I watched it with some friends just on a whim and Mate, the ending to Orphan is crazy. <laughs> anyway, um, who directed this film? Because I saw that uh, Winter, what is his name, Jim Winterbottom was meant to direct uh, this one, the first one. But it, there was a disagreement. I think he was shooting it like a documentary, but they didn't want that. Um, Danny Cannon hasn't really directed anything else. Who directed the third one? Oh, God, the, th- the third one's got 1.3 out of... Five on that box. Where did he? Where does he go? Oh, that's that's the World Cup version. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. No, the director of that didn't do much either. Anyway, 
Um, Kuno Becker. Apparently, uh, Diego Luna was meant to play the the main role in these films, um, but he was doing something else. I just finished watching Andor, by the way. Um, if any of you haven't watched Andor, it's incredible, and it's the best Star Wars since the original, um, the original series, the original trilogy, possibly. I mean, obviously the prequels, you've got, you've got to love the prequels, especially episode three is really good. Um, but, you know, Andor's just, it's really good. The ending, I didn't love um, because it kind of leaves some things unresolved. But I guess Rogue One ties some of those things up. But still, I, I it's really good. <laughs> anyway, oh, Kuno Becker, the guy who plays Tentiana Munoz, played someone called Ellis, which is my name, in a film called Sex and Breakfast. Um, which doesn't look very good. It's got Macaulay Conkin in it. Wow. And Eliza Dushku, who I recognise from something, but I don't know what. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm talking, just rambling now. But yeah, I, I really like this film. I can see why people my age at school loved it. Um, it's definitely one that I wish I'd watched as a kid more. Um, I think I would have really liked it. Um, but it's a great story, you know, from rags to riches, um, the American dream, all that good stuff. Um, but I, yeah, like I say, I'm really glad it was with Newcastle. I think that's, it was a really good choice, even though they probably had an Adidas deal and it, it was the biggest club with an Adidas kit. But, you know, I just, I think it was a really good choice. And a lot of the managers like this kind of awesome Wenger type, I think, I think he said he was German. I think the actor's Romanian. Um, but they said he was German, I think. Um, he's like this kind of Arsene Wenger type character. Who just knows his shit, man. Um, but I found Gavin really inter- irritating. I think the, the accent that he had was irritating. I don't I didn't really understand why Gavin backs him. And like, with the inhaler. Like, I don't really know why he does that. Like, yeah, he picked him up in a taxi. But like, the taxi driver did that. Santiago didn't do that. I guess Santiago, I guess he didn't Santiago like explained his situation on the taxi drive, but I don't know, Gavin just seemed like a dick up until now. Um not really a dick to Santiago to be honest. I think there was kind of a respect there, but still. Same with the the guy who crushes his inhaler. He just changes completely just because his sister likes him or something. I don't know. But I think it, maybe it just kind of plays on the fickleness of football. Like, fans are very fickle. If you're scoring, if you're winning, they'll love you. If you're, if you're not scoring and not winning, they'll hate you. Maybe it's that. Maybe they just hadn't seen that he was good, so they didn't like him. But then when they can see he's good and it's going to help them win games, they like him. Maybe that's to do with it. But I don't know if, if this film was doing that. I think they just needed everyone to start loving him. I quite liked the romance in it. Like, there's not too much of it. Um, like, they don't play on it too much, which I thought was good. Um, I really like their relationship. Um, I can't remember her name. What's her name? But yeah, I, I really liked um, this. Is it Sophia? No. What's the girl's name? I think it might be Sophia. Sophia? Is it Sophia? I don't know. Anyway, the the girl, the the, the nurse or the doctor at the. At the med- medical center, I think she was really nice. I think it was a it was a relationship where you needed obviously the studio or someone thought we need a love interest here, and she doesn't really have that much to do. 
Like she's not given much depth or much meaning, which is a shame. Um, but I think that they don't overplay it. They're not like. I get their relationship. I get where they fall in. Love. I don't know if they're in love, but I get why they they fall for each other. Um, he's really sweet to her. Although there's a picture of him with the other girls, but I don't know. She knows him, and she knows he wouldn't do that. I think is the the reason why she forgives him. Um. I don't know. I don't know. But I think, uh, yeah, I just like that relationship. I think it worked quite well. Um, it wasn't something that distracted from the film. It wasn't something that felt unnecessary, which sometimes in these kinds of films it does. They just feel like they have to put in a love story just to make it more appealing or to make it more interesting in their opinion. But I think it definitely worked in this. She was, she was, she was, she was, she was nice. Uh, and they fitted well together. I really liked the the agent not the not no the agent was a dick the, the guy with a weird english accent he was weird i didn't like him at all another bad accent in this film um the the guy that like takes him in i thought their relationship was really nice um but yeah i i don't really i don't really know i wouldn't watch the second one or the third one because this is kind of kind of a nice a nice film there is a hint to him playing for real madrid for when david beckham speaks to him who can't act um, but yeah, I, I have no interest in watching just because this seemed like such a good, like, story in itself. Obviously, he has a further career and stuff, and you can talk about that in the rest of the films, but just, this felt like a good film to round off. Um, like, it didn't need a second and third one, I think, and I have no interest in it. Like, this was enough for me. Um, yeah, so, let's, I'll... I kind of want to go to Letterbox and see what other people are thinking about this film. Because I, I don't know, actually, um, if people like this. Oh, her name was Roz. The girlfriend's name was Roz. I was looking at Goal 2 or Goal 3 or something. Her name was Roz. Has she been anything else? Not really. She was in a Will Ferrell film. As the love interest, I guess. I don't know. Hmm, okay. Anyway, let's see other people's reviews. Oh, it just, it's only been... It's only got 600 and something reviews. Um, I mean, a lot of people like it. I think the people who... It's got only got 3 out of 5, which isn't great on Letterbox. Um, it's kind of in the middle, but... I don't know. I think if you have a love for football, you'll like this film. Um... And it's kind of cheesy, it's it's very, like, cliche at the end, like, obviously he's going to score the free kick, obviously he's going to make the winning goal, obviously he's going to make it to the first team, but, like, what, do you, what more do you want from this film? Like, it would be such a shit film if that didn't happen, you know? They have to, it's the difficulty with these kinds of films, like, he has to score the winning goal, he has to play for the first team, like... This kind of story needs that, but also it's a bit of a cliche and it's a bit like, oh, well, yeah, obviously I know how this is going to end. Um, I think Moneyball, although Moneyball is based on a real story, so it's a bit different. I think that does a really good job of, um, like, he doesn't win in the end. They don't win in the end. They don't win the playoffs in the end. Um, is the playoffs? I don't know anything about basketball. Uh, <laughs> I mean, clearly, <laughs> I called it basketball. Uh, <laughs> I don't know anything about baseball, so I think it was the playoffs. Um but yeah, I, I that's why like Moneyball. I appreciate that about that because they don't win the playoffs. Like it's not a happy ending. Um, although that's that's a true story, like I say. So it's a bit different. 
Um, but yeah, I really liked this film. But I, it's obviously it's not a five star. Oh, it's an incredible film. Oh, everything. I don't know. It's just it's not one of those films that you can really rate. I don't think because it's more it's it's difficult. I don't think you can rate a film like this. Like just give it a star rating out of five or out of ten or whatever you want to do. Like, it's not one of those films. I don't think. Um, but it was nice to watch this during the World Cup. I, although I did miss one of the best games of the World Cup so far by watching this. I watched the first half of the Cameroon-Serbia game. I was like, oh, I, I told myself I'd watch goal today, so I'm going to watch that. And I'm getting like alerts on my phone during the film, and it's like, it's, oh my god. Because the ending of the first half was really good. It was 2-1 to Serbia. They came back from a goal down. But then I got alerts on my phone. Oh, it's 3-1. It's, it's oh, wow. Oh, it's 3-3. And it ended 3-3. So I'm, I'm sad I missed that. I'm glad I watched a, a, f- a football film. Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts on goal. I think that was pretty all over the place. Um, I'm sure these, this format will get a lot more succinct as we go along. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, I spent about 20 minutes talking about it. It's not too bad. Um, so yeah, I, I'd recommend it. If people like football, I think you'll like this film. I'm not really sure how people will feel about it. I don't know if it... I think people would like this if you don't even have an interest in football. I feel like it still holds up. Maybe not as well. But I think it's still an interesting film uh, for people who don't like football. But yeah, I, I recommend it. Especially during the World Cup. It's kind of like a... There aren't many good football films or any football films out there, really, that are like specifically about a player. There's like the Damned United and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, it was really good. Um, This is... This is the first Nostalgia's All We Have episode, even though it doesn't really count. So I'm going to do more of these. I've got a few films that I want to do for this format. So let me know if you enjoyed it. Um, it'll be a bit different from now on because I'll choose films that I've actually seen. Um, so I've got a few I've got a few ideas of films that I think either probably will hold up or some ones that definitely haven't held up. Um, so we'll see how that goes. So thank you so much for listening. I think... I- I think I said thank you so much for watching in the last two episodes. And obviously no one's watching this unless... No, the blinds are closed. Yeah, no one's watching this. Um, so thank you so much for listening uh, to this episode of the Wagon Wheel Coffee Table podcast. If you have enjoyed it, uh, please leave a rating or a review. I don't really know how podcasts work yet, um, but a, re- a review is always appreciated. Um, maybe I'll read some out if anyone ever leaves one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, tell me about, I don't know, what what could you leave a review about? Maybe recommend a film I can do for Nostalgia that we have. Obviously, you don't know what films I've seen. Um, just let me know about a film you'd like me to watch and maybe I can fit it into a format or just review it. Um, tell me about if, what you think about Goal. Tell me about some sports movies that I should watch. I really like sports movies. I've, I haven't seen that many. I've seen, obviously seen Moneyball and this. Um, I've seen a few documentaries like the Senna documentary, Maradona documentary. Um, but yeah, I need to watch like Field of Dreams, The Blind Side. I need to watch all these things. Um, apparently, The Blind Side is not. It's a little bit iffy with its, uh, with its. Yeah, maybe not The Blind Side. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, I'll. I don't know what the next episode is going to be. I kind of decide just on the day really what I want to do. Um, Again, I'm not really even sure when these are going to come out. I've start, I've finished editing the first two episodes and they're just ready, they're ready to go, but I kind of want to get some more recorded so I have a few to ready to go. Hopefully we'll get some guests on soon. 
I've been talking to some people and hopefully they're interested in getting coming on some friends. That'll be fun because it's just me so far sat in my pajamas in the living room, bent over a 20 pound mic. Um, hopefully get some more people involved. That'll be nice. Try and figure out how to do that on Zoom. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening um, and I'll see you next week.